Hello, and you are very welcome back to Jude's Hack. Welcome back. It's very, very warm. It's actually <laughs> sunny. So, as we're, you may hear some like uh, outside noises in the background. We will fully admit, windows open because yeah. it's very, very warm. Because it has to be open. Yes. That's so exciting. On this occasion, it has to be open. Um, but yeah, lovely weather. Yes. Uh, we missed a week. So, we uh, did. Because it was sunny. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. no, that's yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> that's not true at all. Um, but yeah, and of course, what happens when we miss a week? Like the biggest thing ever happens. That was so painful. <laughs> so we've we have the worst luck when it comes to timing on these types of things. Like yeah. there was one time we didn't actually miss a week, but it was we had done our show, and then literally hours after our show had come out, Google announced Stadia. Yeah. And then we ended up the next week we covered it. Mm. But like it was grand because we got to cover it. But still, it was kind of. Crap that yeah. we missed it live. Like we, yeah, well, not live, but we, we yeah. had it been any earlier, we could have like thrown it into the show somehow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, last week we, <laughs> we didn't have a show. And what was the big thing? The black hole. Like, you know, they quite only literally got a the big thing. Black, well, yeah, quite <laughs> literally the big thing. Like, that's insane. Like, the one time we don't do a show. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the first show we've missed. Then again, maybe we should skip a week more often because I mean that was pretty major. So we skip a week and maybe that's what causes things to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, scientist people. Yeah. It was it was our fault that you got your cool thing. Yeah. Um, none of the years and years of practice this took. It was none, us. none of the work or anything. It was us yeah. missing a show. I was like, you know what? Um, now we'll just give it a shot these lads aren't doing the show this week we're going to give it a shot we'll see what happens oh my god we got a picture of a black hole <laughs> genius hacker going to be so mad because <laughs> I'm sure everybody in the science community is paying 100% attention to what we do on this show oh gotcha <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so we, we, we are going to talk about that a little bit um, we've also got uh, la- not sorry not last week now it would have been the previous week mm-hmm. um, we talked about um, predictions that people had from back in the day yeah. Um, that didn't all pan out. No. Some did, some didn't. Yes, some um, were quite ironic. Yeah. Like the ones about saying cinema is a fad and all this. Yeah, stuff like that. Or was cars, insane. people won't use cars. Yeah, uh, that was, yeah, that one, or that humans couldn't possibly uh, do uh, rail travel because it was yes, too fast and your yeah. body wouldn't be able to handle it. Um, stuff like that. Mm. That was all, yeah, <laughs> mad in hindsight. But just because, you know, we did what people back then thought would happen in the future mm-hmm. uh, we thought it would be interesting to kind of do a, a kind of future predictions future, from fu- here. yeah future predictions yeah. of what we well not what we specifically think but mm. what in general the kind of science community or tech community or just people in general yeah. think is uh, coming for us in the future and who knows maybe the comments we make will make us look like fools in about like 10 20 years oh more than likely oh gotcha like, it's, it's, it's more than likely <laughs> so we'll have those two parts and we'll also have some news at the end of the show We've got some really interesting news thingies yeah. that uh, we can talk about um, you should get excited too yeah <laughs> and then hopefully um, we won't kind of name names but hopefully next week we'll, we'll go back to the black hole topic yes. and we'll have an expert in to actually speak about it timing yeah. things ended up getting a bit messed up so it wasn't possible this mm. week um, but hopefully next week we'll be able to uh, and also he's quite busy at the moment yes given Due to all the black holey stuff. Um, <laughs> black holey. <laughs> black holey stuff. Uh, have you seen, I assume you've seen the picture. The, yes. Well, the pictures, there was, yeah. there was two that went around. Yeah. And uh, my first impression is it looked like a glazed donut. Oh my God. That was my immediate first impression. You see, I knew it looked like something and I was just like, what does it look like? Yeah. I just kept thinking Cheerio. Yeah, I suppose it's yeah. Cheerio too. But it, it kind of looks like it's got a shine on yeah, it. Yeah, like see, glazed. that's what you see. I felt che- Cheerio was the first thing that popped to mind, but then I was like, it's not a Cheerio though. It's something else. <laughs> it's something else. 
<laughs> Glazed donut. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently there was there was two pictures. There's the one that we see in the kind of very the famous one, but there was also an image gotten of our um our supermassive black hole in the middle of our galaxy. Ooh. Um and so there there was a couple like and there's there's some fantastic images out there. Um it's one of those things where apparently it's not it's an image of a black hole, yes, but it's more that it's um it's kinda like I think you're saying the way to think of it is it's like the shadow of a black hole. Oh. Because you couldn't actually take an image of a black hole itself. So it's like, it's it's kind of the shadow of a black hole. So what's the light? Uh, the anti-shadow? Yeah, well, it's, it's I think that's just quite sort of a... Uh, do you know what? I'm not 100 percent sure. This is why hopefully we'll have a, a <laughs> yes, full-on yeah. professional talk with us, talk to us about it next week. Because as professional and and knowing that we sound like we are not professionals. Yeah, like we when it comes to especially like when it comes to stuff like this, which is unprecedented. Mm. You know, we haven't seen these types of images before. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of stuff that kind of, you know, we're sort of like, how of does this work yeah. or what is this? <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's absolutely fascinating. It's. Um, it's it's quite far away. Uh, as I said, <laughs> they got one. Away. It is it is quite far away. Um, they did get one of, as I said, of our own supermassive black hole in the center of our of our galaxy. But this one is, you know, from another another system, and it's yeah. it's, it's it's fascinating. It's it's unbelievable. Um, it's uh, it, I was going to say something. I, I hate that my brain has got. Oh, the name of it. Yeah, mm. it, it has been given a name. It has been given a designation. Um, and the name is a, is a Hawaiian name, so I'm probably going to pronounce this Ooh. wrong. Um, they're calling it Pauahi, 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 but Ooh, it means it's like Hawaii, what, the Huawei phones, yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that. But it's it's a Hawaiian word anyway, yeah. and the word means uh, adorned, fathomless, dark creation. <laughs> Oh my god, that was my nickname in secondary school. <laughs> Coincidental. <laughs> but now, like this is huge. Like yeah. this is like unbelievably big. Um, there was a quote there as well from um, the, the NSF director. He's, uh, what's his name? France, K- me and names. I'm just not doing names today. <laughs> France Cordova. Ooh. But I don't know. You have like an accent over the L, so I'm probably pronouncing it completely wrong. No, that seems. Yeah. Actually, I'm not even going to say it. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> but anyway, the comment on it was, uh, I'll read, his, read the quote here. Uh, We're seeing the unseeable. Uh, black holes have sparked imaginations for decades. They have exotic properties and, myst- and are mysterious to us, yet more, obs- <laughs> yeah. yet more observations like this one are yielding their secrets. Uh, this is why the NSF exists. Uh, we enable scientists and engineers to illuminate the unknown, to reveal subtle and complex mysteries of our universe. Uh, th- as I said, this is like... It's massive. Like yeah. It's a, it's a really, uh, f- literally and figuratively, uh, <laughs> it's a, a huge deal for science. This is something that's never been kind of seen before. And, it and the things that this can lead to as well. Yeah. Like, this is the start of something amazing, I'd say. Mm. Well, I, I say the start, like, it's the middle. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it, a lot of people have kind of asked, like, you know, well, you've got, like, sort of Hubble telescope and mm. stuff, and why wasn't that used, and why haven't they been able to find that with this? And it's because this is, like, Unimaginably, unimaginably powerful in comparison because it's a kind of a global telescope essentially so it's no one telescope could possibly could possibly do it and I see, I've seen people saying like you could try to build this massive telescope that's way too big and will collapse under its own weight <laughs> or you could do Jeez. what they did here which is they use multiple observatories from around the world Right. and they kind of it's like they sort of used all their power together essentially <laughs> to make one big super telescope nice. it's like some sort of 
Power Rangers Megazord thing going <laughs> on here. Uh, that's how I imagine it anyway, just like telescopes yeah. from different parts of the world. Um, but yeah, they all kind of worked in tandem, working together to actually make this whole thing viewable. See, like, things are better together. Exactly. <laughs> and like there's a, there's a diagrams you can see of um, oh, wow. the actual, we have it in front of us here, but if you go, you can check online actually if you just look it up. Uh, if the, there is actually a name for the, the Event Horizon Telescope. If you go look that up, you can sort of see where it was that the different parts of the telescope were located, uh, or rather the different observatories were located. And it was kind of using them all in tandem. Yeah. That enabled scientists to actually get this image, which is absolutely fascinating. It's amazing. Mm. I'd also just like, I can't help but mention this, that in this image, the world looks awfully flat. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, that's because, right, this, we have to explain this now. This is two dimensions. <laughs> Out here, three dimensions. Two totally different things. I don't know. Sounds like a conspiracy to me. We'll, we'll have to explain that on a show at some point, how dimensions work. We'll, we'll, we'll run you through that. We're not going to leave you completely in the dark here. In a serious note, I still don't really fully understand 4D. Is that when, like, you're, like, when you're, like, rocked and water's thrown at you in the cinema? Is that 4D? That's 4D cinema stuff. Yeah. It's not real 4D. What's real 4D? It's not... <laughs> we're, we're actually going into this. <laughs> what you see Just on that brief. screen is 2D. Yeah. So, you're talking about the dimensions in terms of the, the dimensions it's measured in. Yeah. So, say you've got height and width. Yeah. There's your two dimensions. Okay. So, if something is a two-dimensional image, it literally just has to have height and width. Yeah. 3D you, is like cuboid and spheres. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like a circle is, t- is 2D, a sphere is 3D. So, we can, we can perceive 3D. Uh, we know we can perceive 3D. We seem, I suppose we don't know for a fact, we don't seem able to perceive a fourth dimension. So Ooh. it would be almost like something, an object would have to have height, width, depth, and something else. <laughs> so that's what it would be. We haven't discovered, well, I don't think they have anyway. Um, but maybe we'll take like, a week off and they will. Yeah, maybe. That's, <laughs> you know what, we'll, for the sake of science, we'll take another week off and they might uh, end up somehow making it a uh, 4D shape viewable. Because <laughs> that's the thing, because they've no way of acting. I've seen like videos and images where they're trying to sort of um, visualise what a 4D object would look like, but we, oh, we don't work in 4D, so it's like trying to imagine the unimaginable. Like a new colour. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, exactly. Like trying to imagine a new colour. Um, I ended up, I had this like discussion with someone the other day about that the makes idea. me really mad. What that you <laughs> trying can't. to think of a new colour? But like I had a discussion with someone the other day, and you're talking about blue, mm-hmm. and you're saying, "Oh, there was a time when when blue wasn't a thing." It's like, no, there wasn't. There's never a time when blue wasn't a thing. Like, yeah. The sky was always blue. Yeah. And like we just it might have had a name, but it went was still. on. That's what it was. It didn't have a name. Mm. It wasn't like discovered per yeah. se. But it existed. <laughs> when the world was invented and the sky was like there for the first time and it just has blue written across <laughs> it in the exact same instance that it appears. Yeah, it, just, it tells you its own name. <laughs> yeah. But there we go. As I said, we, we'll come back to this uh, hopefully next week with more information that we can actually kind of give you. Mm. Hopefully it's a little bit more kind of detailed and uh, won't be completely from us. Yes. Um, we'll have more of a, a professional eye towards the, the topic next yeah. week. But uh, we did look into some information about black holes and some kind of interesting facts and thingies about black holes Mm -hmm. and all these types of things that I always find like absolutely fascinating. Like it's, we know it's a topic that we just like 
we, we this, this sentence is going to sound oddly redundant here. We know it's something we don't know much about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know what we don't know. Um, science is still trying to work out exactly what they are, what happens. Like the whole thing of what happens when you go into a black hole, <laughs> you know, probably just get crushed. Yeah. Because it's like the core of a black, center of a black hole is like just unimaginably dense and small. Yeah. Uh, so it's one of those kind of things of like, yeah, you'd probably just get crushed. That's such a sad, <laughs> like, well, I'd like to think it transports you to whatever time period you want. <laughs> and it can't be proved wrong yet. Yeah. Yes. But uh, anyway, everything gets kind of pulled into a black hole. Okay. Black holes suck everything in. So they suck mm-hmm. in light, which is one of the reasons it's been difficult to photograph it because it's just pulling in all the yeah. light. And it's why, like, they'll appear black, yeah. I suppose, because there's, there's no light kind of coming from them. They're not emitting or pulling in well they are pulling it in but they're not showing off any light but what is it it's not that it's very dark it's the absence of light yeah that that type of an idea yeah but the whole the really interesting thing well there's a lot of interesting things but it also distorts time and space yes like it's not it's just that's mind blowing just think that idea that it actually messes with time and space (laughs) (laughs) but no yeah it is like that it it kind of blows my mind because it's Mm. It's such a bizarre concept. It's something that, like you said, we don't know enough. We yeah. don't know. We know we know. Do- we Jesus. <laughs> we it's, know it's we don't know. It's very warm here and we're lot. both feeling a little bit sort of like, whoa. Mm. So uh, all the stuff that's coming out is getting a little bit garbled here. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like you said, like it distorts time. like Because mm. we understand time as linear. Yeah. Like you go forward, you can't go back, you can't go side to side. It's linear. You're, you're, you're on a trajectory here. Mm-hmm. And then just that whole concept is completely just <laughs> nah mm. in, in a black hole and yeah. ev- like weight everything is just everything is meaningless. messed up. Like as you get closer to it, time will slow down. Yeah. Um. And I, I seen this I uh, description of it before, where if you were going into a black hole, I, as far as I'm aware, time would seemingly move at relatively normal for you because you're experiencing <laughs> it at the time. Yeah. But if I was falling into a black hole and you were observing it, there'd be a certain point where I'd just stop. Because you were moving so slow. You'd never see the person actually entering the black hole. Oh. It's like they'd, they'd hit a certain point and at that point they'd just sort of stop. And you'd never see them go in because time has been slowed down so much oh that it's, it's essentially God. stopped, I suppose. That's crazy. Oh, that's so Stuff cool. like that is unreal. But as you go in, I remember watching a documentary on this a while ago and like things will start to get towards it and as they do, the things closest to the black hole get pulled and stretched. Oh, so like you get spaghettified essentially oh, and pulled really yeah it oh, wouldn't so, be fun so <clears> would it be pulled apart or stretched I think just stretched because um, there's the whole thing of like at a certain point you can't get away from a black hole yeah um, you can you can conceivably get away from a black hole until you cross the, the event horizon yeah that's like the the point of no return yeah so once you cross that that's it you're done yeah anything that uh, crosses the event horizon is 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 in there. Yeah. It's, got, it's not getting back out. No take backs. No. So before that, you can conceivably escape. Mm. After that point, that's it. You're done ski. <laughs> <laughs> All done ski. I like that word. Me too. Um, but yeah, like that kind of stuff is just is amazing. Like the, the idea that you could be watching somebody fall into a black hole and get to the point where you just don't see them move anymore. Like that's so time, harrowing. Time has slowed down for them so yeah. much that what you're perceiving is nothing. It's just oh. still. <sighs> crazy you can tell why in like a lot of sci-fi shows like in Doctor Who Mm. they kind of use the whole thing of like they explain black holes as it's something the Time Lords created 
as like part of the whole time travel thing. Yeah. Like yeah, because they essentially are real time travel-y things. Yeah. They slow time down. <laughs> it's just mad. Like in the in the vague definition of time travel, it yeah black. Mm. <laughs> Look at that! It's that's mad. That's crazy. It's stuff. So cool though. It, it's so cool that something like that exists. I was about, I was just about to say I was like it sounds so science sci-fi. fiction like but it's it's legit like science science. Sci-fi, science fiction. Science fi. Science fi. Sci-fiction. Has, has, like, it's gotten its its ideas from fact. Kind yeah. Of thing. Well, that's the thing. I mean, some of the best sci-fi stuff is, like, highly researched. You know, yeah. like, insane amount of detail put into figuring out exactly how these things, in theory, could work. Yeah. You know, like, things like, uh, oh, what's that movie called? Um, oh, why is the name not hitting me at all? The guy who did Batman did it. Um... Uh, Interstellar. It, I was about to say Interstellar. Interstellar. That has like some pretty kind of cool time travel elements. Or mm. It's more, I think it's moving to other dimensions using black holes. Yeah. And, stuff like that. and that's, that's crazy. That remind that whole movie reminded me of Doctor Who. Like yeah. there was a few things in it that like were nearly scenes taken directly from Doctor Who. And I was just like, I know. <laughs> and people were like blown away. as was like, this is in season three, lads. <laughs> Uh, so, in terms of black holes themselves, mm-hmm. there's multiple sizes they can kind of come in. Oh, shapes and sizes. <laughs> um, so, there's like there's the supermassive black holes. Mm-hmm. They're um, the Muse song. I was about to uh, <laughs> the Muse song. <laughs> Every time I read that word, I just hear... Yeah, the, the intro. Kicking it in the background. Um, but they're the big ones that we have like at the centre of our galaxy. It's believed that they're at the centre of every galaxy. Okay. Uh, that there's a supermassive black hole there. It's even believed that the supermassive black hole... Uh, can it well I think I don't know whether it's actual fact or they believe it's possible but that it it can create stars like stars can be created within Ooh, these black holes right. and um they so there there's several times the mass of the sun like it's I think it's billions of times the mass of our sun um and they can they can create stars and that can be what happens at the start of a galaxy forming mm-hmm. and they think that it's possible that these uh, supermassive black holes can actually determine how many stars are possible in that particular galaxy. Wow. So it's almost like a kind of, at a certain point, it's like the black hole says no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's almost like the size, the size of the black hole in the centre of the galaxy can kind of affect how many stars are likely to occur in that galaxy. Wow. Which is crazy stuff. That's so weird. Oh my God. Is the black hole our God? Possibly. Ooh. You never know. Um, but it's another one. Scientists don't really fully understand how they form mm. um, because they are kind of extraordinarily mysterious we don't yeah. actually know um, so they are they're one of the types of black holes there's also uh, they're called uh, stellar mass black holes okay. they're sort of somewhere in the middle okay. uh, they're the most common type of black holes right. uh, they form from a dying star oh so okay yeah, supernovas. Yeah, I've heard, yeah I've heard of it so star goes supernova explodes and what ends up happening is it's, it's like you, there's a lot of great animations you can see of it so it's like the star goes supernova super hot it basically explodes everywhere but it explodes and then the remaining mass implodes yeah. and pulls back in and the core collapses down on itself and just becomes infinitesimally small like teeny <laughs> tiny uh, core but it's still got all that mass yeah so it's all pressed into this really really tiny kind of space and um, oh it is like the idea <laughs> of it is absolutely terrifying um it's so weird that like if you do take a second to just appreciate that this is happening like right at this minute just in space. Yeah. Like. But in millions and bajillions of times. Yeah. In God knows how many galaxies. Mm-hmm. All over the place. It's happening around us. When you stop and think like that, you realise how small we are. Oh, God. 
like insanely small we are. So they're not they're, they're not actually holes. That's the other thing as mm. well. Like a black hole is not a hole. Um, it's just it's compacted matter. It's what was left from that exploding star, and all that matter compacted into an insanely small, dense object. Yeah. Uh, they can typically weighs about ten times more than our sun would weigh. Oh my God. That, but yet, yet insanely tiny. Like it just sounds terrifying. Trying to, I mean, you can barely quantify that. Yeah. But like even trying to quantify it like it's like my brain just stops and it's like <laughs> no that's terrifying yeah your brain doesn't it's not even that I don't even think it's, I don't even think it's that bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> I don't think it's that your brain doesn't want to get it yeah. it's your brain can't get it yeah it's just insa- it's insane how in like unbelievably tiny and like oh it's mad <laughs> absolutely mad um, and just as a as kind of a, an aside our closest black hole is uh, one 1,600 light years away so oh. it's quite far away. Next door, so, really? Yeah, <laughs> I suppose galactically, <laughs> it's it's next door. Um, but yeah, like I find it's I, I find that very hard to wrap my head around though mm. the idea that they are kind of unbelievably like inimag- unimaginably small, mm. and they've just they still have all this power, like and me, and just suck everything in. I'm small but mighty. Oh, yes, of course, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, there's also sorry I forgot I, I nearly went off there there's actually another form of black hole as well um, I actually don't have notes on it there for some reason um, they're called stealth black holes nice um, and they, they they basically they, they work at like a much slower rate and they've only been kind of recently discovered um, and we don't know a hell of a lot about them which is probably why I actually don't have any notes on them at the minute either <laughs> but uh, they're kind of they're a mystery that they're trying to kind of work out at the minute exactly how they work cool. and, but I just think the idea that they, they call them stealth black holes yeah. is is pretty cool that is very cool I like that mm. um, there are, that's another thing as well like just in our galaxy alone there's thought to be a hundred million stellar mass black holes and then the <laughs> one, the one supermassive black hole at the center. Oh god! Like that's it's unreal. <laughs> Nobody sneezes. No, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you think about that. It's like trying to. They say like trying to count a number of them would be like trying to count their grains of sand. <laughs> like there's just that many. They're just everywhere. <laughs> Anybody need need a touch of fear? Because <laughs> I sure didn't. But I got it. Um, it's been a while, well, it's been a while since we got a bit existential on this. Yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the thing I was talking about earlier as well, as I said, in terms like they they birth stars, mm-hmm. they can they can anyway. Supermassive black holes can can birth stars, um, but they can also determine the size and the density of kind of star layout in in the galaxy that they're in. They directly impact how quickly the star forming star formation process happens mm-hmm. and at what point it turns off. <laughs> so the the black hole essentially, it's not. I don't think it's that it's hard and fast like mm. oh. Mr. Black Hole said stop. Um, it's more of a case of like at a certain point the black hole itself can kind of make that call. <laughs> but I yeah, like that. It's, a, it's like it's in charge. Hmm. Uh, well here like we've one last really interesting thing specifically about uh, supermassive black holes. Uh, astronomers in South Africa have come across this region in space hmm. that's like it's it's Unbelievable what's happening here. Several, several different galaxies, uh, and they're all aligned in the same direction. So supermassive black holes within the galaxies, they emit gases. They have g- kind of gas emissions. And just imagine, imagine them as if they're spinning. Um, somehow, all of these different ones that are in a similar region in space mm-hmm. are all rotating the same way. Okay. They're all moving in the same direction. And it seems like they're linked uh, they don't know what what happened. They're saying something may have happened during the formation of the the early universe, but they're essentially they're all spinning in the same direction. What do you say? Similar to wind turbines. 
very, very unbelievably massive wind turbines, maybe. <laughs> I suppose you could you could possibly say yes. Now I, I know where we, wind turbines were sent by these. <laughs> they were created in black holes. Yes. <coughs> but they're uh, evil looking enough to like think they've come from this mass of something inexplicable. Yeah. They themselves are inexplicable. Well, yeah, if you haven't uh, listened to the show before, <laughs> then you don't know probably why Orla is talking about um, how mean, horrible wind turbines are. They're terrifying. <laughs> they're terrifying. Well, the one thing wind turbines don't do that uh, black holes do do is apparently they eventually, essentially, in, in, in for want of a better term, they evaporate. What? <laughs> yeah, eventually, um, according to, to scientists, the black holes, they, they emit radiation and over time they lose mass. So as they're emitting this radiation, they're also losing mass. Wow. Uh, and the process, it potentially will eventually cause the black holes to just die. That's kind of, it, like, you know, the whole everything must come to an end mm. kind of thing. It's like even black holes die. Mm. Absolutely. Like they do eventually, you know, they are not off gas everything, but they essentially, they, their mass disappears to an extent where they're, that's it. Yeah. Black Shut hole, down. black hole be gone. Um, but yeah, we were talking there earlier as well that uh, black holes and how small they can get. Mm-hmm. Um, they, it's it's not a case that they can get kind of infinitely small. There is a certain point, obviously, where they stop. Um, they like essentially. How small are we talking? Like, could we have like if it wasn't going to suck everything in, could we hold one in our hand? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Uh, we're talking like smaller than an atom, an electron. Like we're talking. Oh. Tiny. Eventually, there's like a quantum size limit that gets it to the point where like it stops. You, you can't go any smaller. But that's even more scary. They're barely Is that measurable. The stealth ones. No, that's just a black hole. Oh, I think mm. it's, mm. Can only uh, imagine how small the stealthy ones can get. Well, they're ste- I don't think they get any smaller. I think the whole their whole idea is they're just insanely dense anyway. And I'm not making fun of black holes. They're great. <laughs> I'm, I'm, they're probably quite intelligent. <laughs> but they're uh, they are they are. Um, Careful now. Infinitely dense, but they do get to a point where they stop. But yeah, we can we can we can measure. It's, it's small enough that you could still measure it, but only barely. Wow. Yeah. Space is so. I don't even have a word for it. Amazing, scary, uh, weird. Space makes me make that noise. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Incomprehensible noise. That's what space makes me do. <laughs> um, but uh. When it comes to um, to getting to the black hole, we talked about the fact that you would be you would be stretched. You wouldn't be just visually stretched. Mm-hmm. You would actually be physically stretched and crushed. And oh um, they 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 don't know exactly is, what would happen. Obviously, is but you this would similar to the whole thing of um, if you're if you're in space without a spacesuit, you both like you freeze and overheat to death, burn to death. Were we talking about this on this show? Oh, yes. Where, where like, you'd simultaneously freeze and, is it burn or just die of the heat? Because, like, like, cause, like, depending on which part of you is closest to the sun, like, say you have your back to the sun, like, yes. that part will burn. That part will burn because it's directly getting hit by the, the radiation, I mm. suppose. And, like, your front is, like, ice cold or something like that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it could be. Yeah. It could be that, you know... It was it on the show that we talked about? Yeah, it this? was on the show. Yeah. Um, we d- the, the the kind of the short answer is we don't know for one hundred percent what would happen. Like that's the True. the whole thing. But we do think you would get to the point where you would be so stretched and crushed that it, that's that's how you die. You would oh, die by the being shivers. yeah. Um, but we've known about black holes for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It was 1783. Um, A scientist named John Mitchell developed the theory. And it was that he, it was Albert Einstein received the theory. He's sort of famous for um, kind of working out sort of how how they would work and like... Einstein is relativity, isn't Relativity. It? Yeah. And that's one of the things that is, is taken into account when you talk about objects kind of moving in towards mm. the black hole and how it would affect them and how it would affect time. Um, because when you're talking about the whole idea of relativity, it's like that in terms of you're using it for time. Mm. It is time and how it, would, how it would change relative to different circumstances. Um, but it was, it, yeah, it was, event, it was originally John Mitchell back in 1783 who kind of wow. came up with the theory and uh, was talking about... The, the whole thing gravitational forces and they could be strong uh, how strong they could be so strong in fact that light couldn't even escape it you know like because that, that's that's the thing that you that's to me is mind blown yeah like light the, the idea that it's, it's sucking in everything including light like light cannot escape a black hole nothing can escape a black hole you know what would be kind of a good way to think about it this light being sucked in you know in the first Harry Potter mm. where Dumbledore has the de-illuminator Yes, yeah. And the light gets sucked into it. Because mm-hmm. when yeah. you said, when you saw it, like, even light gets sucked in, that was the first thing that popped into my head. I was like, oh, it's like a massive de-illuminator. Yeah. De-illuminator. 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 Yeah. yeah, no, that yeah. is actually true. Mm. That is very true. That's 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 probably a good, uh, if you want to get an image in your head of what mm. it would, it's probably not exactly, it's not yeah. what it would look like, but it's, it's an idea. it's not coming from street, street lights either. <laughs> yeah. But it's. Ah, now I want to go back and watch Harry Potter. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's an idea anyway. Of, as I said, we're going to kind of try cover this next week in more kind of detail with someone who knows a lot more about it than mm. we do. Um, but uh, I think we'll kind of leave that one there. And yeah. uh, as I said, in, in future, we'll touch on it again. We're going to try get um get someone involved who can kind of give us more of an explanation because we're sort of shooting in the dark here a little bit. We kind of learn with you guys. So it's always yeah. good when we can get somebody who knows infinitely more than us. Exactly. About about these kind of things because then we get to learn, you get to learn, they get to share their information. Mm. <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great time. <laughs> but on to something that we probably can talk about in a bit more sort of detail mm. ourselves and yeah. have a bit more kind of our own input on, I suppose. Um <laughs> As we said, we spoke a couple of weeks ago about um, the idea of... Uh, predictions. <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, we spoke about predictions. Mm. Um, they were specific- particularly, specifically... Oh, my God, I don't know why I can't speak wow. today. I'm blaming the he. Yeah. I'm blaming the he. Um, we're Irish. Not, we're not built for this. And so sudden. But it's not we- this warm outside. It's like Once I came in here, it was like being hit by a wall of heat. That's true, too. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so we spoke, uh, not last week, the week before, mm. about back in the day we went through a lot of different periods in time and predictions they had made for what we'd have in the future or what couldn't work in the future or where we would be and some of them were on the nose and some of them were like there was a um, Tesla was talking about something that was essentially mobile phones yeah, stuff like that like yeah that was really really on the ball and then you also had situations like as we said earlier the train thing. <laughs> oh humans couldn't use a train it would essentially kill you yeah no no we're fine <laughs> but um, unless the train crashes you've got some interesting things there talking about the other end of that and yes. stuff that we think now that we think will happen in the yeah. future and we may end up looking kind of ridiculous but we'll see and like some of them are like one of them that just caught my eye which I think I think it's happening already to be honest I don't think it's a future prediction anymore mm. uh, your kitchen will restock itself yeah there's already kind of stuff being done towards that yeah it's like smart fridges and mm. stuff where I know I don't I think it's in like the prototype phase or something like I don't think it can 
pop down to your nearest electrical shop and buy a yeah. shopping fridge. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's like it's, it's supposedly going to be connected with Amazon, mm-hmm. and that it it registers what's in your fridge, and it's like, oh, your milk is running low. We're going to like connect with your credit card details and your nearest shop, and we're going to order it so you're not out of milk and things like that. Um, and like, it sounds. It sounds ridiculous on one kind, on one part, but because you do have, say, you do have smart fridges already, yeah, and it's you have you have like door to door, door to door shopping, no, um, deli- like delivery. shopping delivery, yeah. and it's gotten faster. Like it's it doesn't it's not necessarily next day anymore. Mm. If you get in early, it can be same day delivery. So it's just kind of taking out the person aspect of it and having yeah. the appliance do it for you. Um, but when I saw that prediction I was just like oh it's not really a prediction because we're here um, do you know what would worry me about the, the fridge ordering stuff <laughs> thing You'd, I'd, and I assume they think about this in advance I definitely want to make sure there was an option where the fridge wouldn't just order it yeah. it ran it oh, by I'd you first oh I'd say so like I'd say if it could be like connected to your smartphone yeah. to like confirm purchase or what if you're going away yeah if you're, going, you're going away that week and the reason you have no milk or cheese or stuff that could go off in your fridge is because you're about to go away the only things you want to keep in your fridge are your presses of stuff that are not perishable that yeah. won't go off uh, the last thing you want is to be on your way out the door and the man from <laughs> the, shop, the shop comes by oh here's here's your milk and all your stuff that's going to yeah. go bad if you don't have it straight away <laughs> yeah you don't okay. want that no not at all mm. and um, like I have a similar issue of that with our milkman um, if if my mum and dad forget to You're a milkman, yeah. there's still milkmans. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did not know this was a thing. This is, um, I'm I'm learning something now too. Mm-hmm. I did not know milkmen were still a thing. All my life we've had a milkman. Wow. And before I was born, but I I don't eat dairy. Yeah. So if I'm if my mum and dad are going away and I'm in the house, um, and I just have these liters upon liters being delivered to the house every second day, I'm just like I don't drink you. I'm like pawning it off to the neighbours to my friends to my sister I'm like take the milk you, you should have like a, like a lemonade stand <laughs> like a milk stand to just sit in your front garden and look at like a sign half like, price like, litres of milk yeah or, or even you could do it like sell it by the cup yeah like you know t- 30 cents for like a cup of milk <laughs> Call, calling into work like sorry I need to take two weeks off like oh you're going, to, going anywhere nice like no I'm, I'm starting a milk stand like what starting <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that might be handy. I could just bring the milk into work and be like, you yeah. know, the office favourite. Well, I imagine, uh, why are we talking about milk things? I imagine, <laughs> like the fridge, there's probably a way you can get in contact with your milkman and say, hey, we're going to be away for a couple of weeks. we're on so many different hours. Because, like, mm. I, I, I'm not there when he comes to collect the payment. I'm not there when he, when he delivers it. Right. Okay, yeah. fair enough. It's tricky. Tricky man to get, get a hold of, I have to say. He just mm. really wants to deliver that milk. That's, that's the milkman for you. It really is. <laughs> what a segue anyway <laughs> anyway moving on. on on a note that a prediction that I don't know how I feel about you'll be able to communicate with dead relatives via virtual reality I've heard about this mm. like how do you I've feel about it first I kind of like I've heard different versions of it like it's going to be it's going to be created from um, say videos and voice notes that they what the person had left yeah. when they were alive and then it's kind of put into an AI thing where you can have like kind of a conversation but you're not actually talking to them yeah it's more like, basically it'd be like a futuristic version of having photos and videos on your phone mm-hmm. of the person yeah but yeah but you can interact 
And now I, like, now, touch wood, like, I have been very lucky. I haven't lost anybody, like, very, very close mm. to me. And if I, anybody I have, I was quite young, so yeah. I couldn't really process it properly. Um, but I feel like, on the one hand, yes, I'd adore that idea. But mm. on the other hand, it is a, an essential part of everything that lives. Yeah. And, like, grieving is a part of life that, like... Not only humans go through, like animals go mm. through it. It's it's just a, it's just a, grieving and mourning is just a part of be existing yeah. essentially. So in having that, it kind of dilutes it because mm. you're not actually talking to somebody from beyond the grave. Yeah. It's it it's not it it's it's kind of fake, I think. And even another Harry Potter reference here. <laughs> you know, you know the resurrection stone. Yeah. And where he can, like, he's promised he can bring back his fiance or and things like that, but it's it's hollow. Like it's yeah. not. He has like the ghost of her. It's not. Um, it's not actually her, and that hurts even more. Mm. And then I can't. Like, does he die? I. I think he does. Yes. He yeah. Does, yeah. Um. But uh, sorry so he, for the spoilers. <laughs> um, uh, he was not not the brothers Grimm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the brothers Grimm. Yeah, the the three of them. Oh my god, the three brothers. I know, and story. I can't think what you're trying. To, um, I know exactly what you're trying to say. Death. I'm so sorry. Um, any fans, please feel free to abuse me because yes, I I am an Avatar Potter fan. <laughs> so As I'm, am I, and I'm just drawing blanks too. No matter how disappointed you are in me, I am the most disappointed in myself. Yeah, and we were disappointed in each other too. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like it's that whole idea. Like you're. It makes it difficult, I suppose. Mm. It's not like already the the hardest part and the kind of I suppose they say like the last stage of going through like grief like that is acceptance. Uh, yeah. And getting to the point where you've accepted the fact that okay, it's crap. Yeah. It's horrible, but mm. we have to kind of try to move on and all that stuff. Exactly. Like I, time stops for nobody. Yeah, that could be a massive barrier to people doing that. Mm. Because you could end up in a situation where you spend all your time yeah. going and sitting in this VR thing because you exactly. can't move beyond it. Um, it could be good in some senses, but it also could be Yeah, I, I could feel be bad. like if it was used in, say, in like grief therapy mm. or I even if people use it in the same way now that we use video and picture equivalents where you look at it every now and then yeah. to see oh, something funny they used to do yeah. you know that kind of thing if it's yeah. used in that way then okay yeah. then that's probably okay like a, in a re reminiscent sense yeah. not in a replacement mm. sense or kind of because I do like I mean everybody grieves and mourns in different ways and mm. I think it's a very sensitive thing to kind of tamper with Yeah, and um, because everybody could anybody could react differently mm. some people could use it in that sense like where it's just a nice thing to have a little extra thing yeah whereas in another sense it could and because it's vr like just sit and be in that existence more than the present mm. kind of thing um, almost like an alternate reality where the person you lost is still with you yeah and then like you put yourself in danger in that sense and I also, I also am always one of these people who looks for the possible, like how could people really mess with this and abuse it? Mm. If we have a, a situation like that where you can create these digital versions, and presumably it would be a situation where it's like a 3D environment mm. and you've got like essentially a 3D model of this person yeah. and you can interact to an extent. Um, it leaves the possibility open for people to do weird stuff as well with people who yeah. maybe they don't have their permission to create digital models of exactly, them and yeah. you know like that stuff like that can get a could possibly get a little bit weird yeah 
and it, it is a very grey area and mm. I suppose it is an area that we've never had to yeah. think about until now <laughs> well that's the age we live in we've yeah. got so many of these things happening now that you've never left had to right think and about before. in any yeah. kind of area it's mad because holograms um, as we were saying in the last show mm. um, like the holograms going on tour like yeah. that's it, it, it's a similar kind of thing like because um, generally it's not well you find out a lot with K-pop and um, that the bands are either alive or they're um, they're completely a hologram like Hatsune Miku yeah. where that and all the She's vocalites massive. that's like a whole thing where that tour they go on tour there's video games yeah. but like they go on tour with the whole thing and they have a, like a live band there yeah. but she sings and yeah. she's like she's basically a celebrity yeah. I actually saw this article the other day I didn't read it I should have actually uh, is Hatsune Miku a better pop star than Justin Bieber <laughs> <laughs> and it was kind of comparing them as you know like as pop stars and, uh, but like that's how big they've become like mm. you know like they're a part of our life now mm. and because we have this technology of course people are going to like figure out what else we can do with mm. it in that we have sense. the technology um, life is weird mm. um, now this is one that I, I'm excited about and I, there is negatives to I feel like there's going to be negatives to all these whether they happen or not yeah. but this one is you'll be able to check your email with your contact lenses I love It's like the next idea. level Google Glass. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Mm. I love the idea of moving to a point where we have like, especially as someone like myself, I wear glasses and I would consider contact lenses. I've never done it, but I'd consider it. Mm. I have been considering it. Um, but the idea where you can have something like a contact lens that is essentially a computer interface. Yeah. Because, I mean, imagine how great it would be. You're in a city you've never been in before. Mm. You're on holidays. You've just arrived. Yeah. Google Maps. Yeah. And all, and what... You don't you have to waste your phone battery. Yeah. <laughs> And you can have a situation where, in my head, the way I always see it is it's like a video game mm. where you'd have either there'd be like a map in the bottom corner of your vision at all times you can see yeah. it, or there'd actually be lines on the road <gasps> and you just follow them. Yes. Could you imagine that? Like oh you go to God. some some city you've never been to before, even if it's, especially like if it's in a country where you don't speak the language and you yeah. can't ask for directions. Now, we can already do that with Google Maps. We yeah. can. But yeah, you're standing there with your phone in your hand and you're trying to kind of look around yeah. and work out where you are. But we if you've just got lines on the road, you just know and where you just go. follow them and you look like a total pro as well because you're yeah. like I'm not asking for directions <laughs> I know where I'm going I can do this yeah and actually like you said if you're in a country where you don't speak the language where is it to stop how, like it might not stop at maps like yeah. you know have an, <coughs> like an instant Translate translation function. yeah that's what I'm doing. and we're getting for. closer to that there's companies yeah. working on that we're getting quite close to the idea of something where you can say something into a device and it will translate it for you wow and like it might not be absolutely perfect yeah. like you know, Russian or whatever language you're trying yeah. to speak, but it will be close enough that a local's going to understand what you're trying to like. say. So, I mean, that kind of functionality built in. Mm. And like, you, you can have the whole thing, because like, you look at how small they like to say hearing aids are now. Yes. So you could easily be in a situation where you could have these contact lenses in, these small in-ear devices, where you don't have to be, nothing's wired into your brain, but you're yeah. still essentially going around like an Android, because you've got all these bits connected to you. Yeah. Or a cyborg, I mean. Yeah, and yeah sorry. You know, you're walking around like that and you've, you're, you're connected the whole time. But you... Uh, see, I, I prefer that idea than mm. actually having, like, augmented, you know, modifications to your yeah. body. Because at the end of the day, you can just pop out your contact lenses, pop out the earbud type things, and there you go. Yeah. You know, like, I prefer the idea of something like that rather than having something, like, implanted in your brain. Yes. And I mean, like, as we mentioned earlier on in the show, I watched, I watched a lot of Doctor Who. 
and there was this episode, I can't even remember what the episode was, but they had these, they look like Bluetooth devices in their ear. Yes. And like, at, like that was news a Cyberman. Yes, yeah. yeah. And at certain times of day, they'd just get, like everybody would stop. It's like they'd go into this trance and they'd get the headlines, mm-hmm. they'll get all this, and it's all from the same news place. They're all getting the same stories. They're all stories. getting state-sponsored news, essentially. Yeah. yeah, and like you get advertisements and mm. stuff. And, um, and then they just bang go back about their day mm-hmm. sorry I just clicked into a microphone that was really bad sorry <laughs> I apologise to anybody using headphones <laughs> um, but it's like I like that turned sour very quick and to this day anytime I see somebody with a bluetooth device in their in their ear despite having grown up with seeing these I'm like <gasps> you're getting brainwashed Cybermen yeah. you're being cyberized it's like you're being an alien um, so <laughs> I feel like <laughs> <laughs> um, stop you're being an alien <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do feel like there will be that kind of negative side of mm. it. And uh, like, because the example that they use is you can check your email from your contact lens. I'm like, emails are often related to work. And yeah. then it's like, then you can never get away from it. And, and we're that's in already that. a problem. Exactly. Like, I mean, there's already places trying to implement like you, where you cannot sign into your email after a certain time. Like, that's you, such you a good idea. Yeah. And um, like you can sign yourself out <laughs> kind yeah. of things like that but there's always this like oh, but what if something happened what if I, What if there's something I really mm. need to fix um, like the discipline it took me last week taking a week off work to sign out of my work email I it's I hesitated for about two days before doing that and then I thought you know what no yeah. sign out you're off yeah like, but that took a lot of actual like that took a lot of discipline for me to yeah. do it because I'm so used to the idea of no I have to know like if something happens and I need to get get in contact or something goes on in work I need to be able to get to it now yeah so to just turning that off took a lot of uh, a lot of discipline to do it fair play yeah, yeah. Um, but I and like that if it's if it's integrated so much so that it's just part of your routine mm-hmm. where like they're like oh you're using it for maps or yeah. you're like doing like using it to select things or then if it's like if it's a notification based thing or if it is just something that you it's like a reflex where you just mm. go check your email and then it's like oh there's this thing from work or it's like it's it's going to get harder to separate your work life from your normal yeah. life like human fact yeah, yeah definitely um but i mean i like the concept yeah um i think it's the same it's, it's like i think it's the same with all of these things like going back to the hologram thing mm. i like the concept but it's how it eventually gets used is the mm. question you and know, that's like, the thing like with any of these like it's it can be manipulated mm. and can be turned sour like anything at all any like not just the phone in your hand right now like exactly. the, it's the smartphone you have on the surface of it they're incredible devices yeah they're amazing yeah but of course, they can be abused and mm. they can be used for Bad less things. than savoury things. Yeah. yeah. And I suppose like you do have to just weigh up pros and cons mm. and it ultimately it does come down to the individual user yeah. and how they choose to... And obviously then there's whole the like sheep mentality. It's mm. like, oh, they're doing it, I'll do it. And all this. But um, no, I do feel like it is something... Because we had Google Glass. Yeah. Google Glass. That kind of... Is that doing anything these days? Google Glass? No, I think yeah. it's already been kind of discontinued essentially yeah. uh, I think they're looking into how they can move on with it but see the into problem with possibly because <laughs> I always thought the problem with Google Glass was you're clearly wearing Google Glass yes yeah and you're you know if you're walking down the road wearing that <laughs> you're that guy yeah you're the guy wearing <laughs> Google Glass but if you have a contact lens in yeah. now where it could become weird 
is if like Google Glass they have a camera type of function now mm. it'd be much more difficult because you've got a contact lens in where you're going to fit like a proper camera lens so they could make something work yeah but that's you know, I think that's always going to be the thing going forward is like there's cameras in everything yeah that's it you know there's cameras where you don't want them there's cameras where, where you don't think they're watching and they are watching like i said goodbye to my privacy a long yeah. time ago just sitting here now like just <laughs> with, between the phones the computers and stuff just like what four cameras pointing <laughs> at us right now Cover his camera on phone <laughs> <laughs> i used to put a bit of black tape over mm. the uh the thing yeah. i always had this thing put a black bit of black tape over me uh webcam mm. and then i just eventually got to the point in my life where i was like you know what my life is so mundane yeah that if somebody wants to sit there and just watch me sitting down and watching the telly or playing a game, yeah. more power to you. Yeah. If that's what you want yeah. to do to spend your day doing, grand. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing I do I'm ashamed of that I yeah. yeah, That's grand. It's all good. I do kind of go down that route too. I'm just like, oh, you know, I, I'm, I have nothing to hide. Mm. Although, except when I'm going through security, I feel like I have everything to hide. I'm yeah. like, oh my God, am I accidentally a murderer <laughs> that I forgot <laughs> about or something like that? Um, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> oh, you're not? Yeah. yeah, wink, wink. I saw, I saw the wink. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so again, kind of like anything else, mm. it can go either side. Yeah. Um, now this prediction, I feel like sounds very, very like, um, base. Oh, we're not like we're not gonna want actors speaking in our movies, or okay, well, that's what radios for. CGI will replace actors entirely. Yeah. I I disagree. That's nah, not going to happen. Because CGI is such a genre of its own now, because it is so amazing and oh, it's so it's like great. Yeah. it's unreal like what they can do now. But it's still it's not it's still it's a mm. different genre. Like it's a different type of yeah. movie. It'd be like saying animation is going to take over from stuff. It's not. Exactly, it's its own yeah. thing and it's amazing. Yeah. But it's not going to ever take over from real actors. Yeah, and I'd say like I mean it's probably going to get better. Mm. But it get like it's not got I mean actors have been like going back centuries yeah it's not like it, it wasn't something that started when we had movies no. it, like I mean Shakespeare stage plays like, yeah and but like I reckon even like it goes back like thousands of years yeah Greek and Roman it. culture yeah, and yeah. probably before that like probably before we know like I'm sure mm. it's all throughout human history mm. people have like whether it was you know we could probably go back to like megalithic time yeah. neolithic time like you probably had cave people who were putting, you on know, putting on a show talking about a, an amazing hunt that had happened yeah. or something you know that kind of thing I mean th this type of thing has probably always been around mm. what I do think will probably start to happen more is you're gonna start I think it might break down the barrier a little bit for actors who maybe are, have gotten to the point where they're a little bit older and they're not getting the roles anymore mm. and where they could play a younger character because yes. right now the only option for that would be animation <clears throat> but where they could play a younger character in a movie and you could have stuff like that mm. or where you could get actors playing characters they look nothing like. Yeah. Like in, in Beowulf, um, your man, what's his oh, name? Yeah. Uh, is it Ray Winston? He's in Beowulf and the character he played, now if you've seen Ray Winston, doesn't look at like the character he played, um, but the guy he played was like ripped, like <laughs> really looked like a proper like barbarian warrior type of a deal. Yeah. And he looked nothing like that. But he was able to do it and his voice was perfect because he has that gruff British yeah. kind of thing. So his voice was perfect. Yeah. But he didn't look the part at all. It wouldn't have looked right at all having him in that role. Yeah. Um, it would have been like sticking Danny DeVito in a role that was made for Arnold Schwarzenegger. It wouldn't <laughs> have made any sense. 
Um, <laughs> nice choices. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but like you, you couldn't have, you couldn't have done it. You mm. wouldn't have worked as the character. Yeah. And uh, so because that movie was done in sort of true, like you know, see, it was I think it was CG mixed with real footage. Um, they were able to have him, even though he looked nothing like the character, play the role. I think that's going to start to happen more. I'd say so. Yeah. And then you kind of, kind of fall into the hole of. Like, will they will it get much harder for younger actors? Because oh, we have these older actors who we know are going to do an amazing job, yeah. and we can just make them this like young teenage retrob or something like that. Yeah, and they could probably be able to change their voice enough that they'd actually be able to sound younger too. Yeah. yeah. I was actually wondering, do you think there'll be more integration of uh, of CGI characters into? Real people. Already, already seeing it. Yeah. Star um, Wars. Um, and thingy. Um, not Nolita. Attila. Alita. 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 Which is a great movie, by oh, the way. I've really enjoyed it. hasn't seen it, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, do you think that's going to start happening a bit more? Oh, I don't doubt it for yeah. a second. I think it Absolutely think that's going to happen. And actually, hang on, yeah, I mean, like, looking at... Um, and I'm okay the, with it, too. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love seeing it. Um, I also love seeing the behind the scenes of it. Yeah, and um, seeing the people wearing like their green green yeah, suits and, and stuff, the like the dots. Because, um, like you know, in the the Disney remakes, you're seeing it a lot. I'm avoiding them. Really, I've uh, seen now. I've seen. I've been avoiding them to an extent. Like if they're on, I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, but I have to say, I was avoiding them, and I watched the Jungle Book, and that was phenomenal. Mainly because I'd seen the behind the scenes of it. Yeah. Like I saw the kid, what he was acting with. And like it was just people, and knowing what they turned that into, mm. and how amazing the kid was. Oh, it's I can't, undoubtedly I can't, amazing. Yeah, I can't remember his name, which is I. I know he's gonna go far because yeah. his acting was phenomenal, and he's like a little sprog. Like. Hopefully, he doesn't turn into one of those child stars where his acting's amazing, yeah. but then he doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, um, I think it's it's gonna happen. It's gonna kick in more. We're gonna see more of that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. What way it's going to take shape, I don't really know. But yeah. We're definitely going that way. We're definitely going to the point of seeing more CG integrated with real films. Definitely. And uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And like, I cool. did feel like I had to throw that in because it just sounded so like the fact that CGI were going to take over from actors. It sounded very like. It's taking over the world. Yeah. And like it just like the other predictions that it was um, uh, just about how like, oh, we're not like. Oh, you're not going to want your actors to speak in it or anything mm. like that. What, like a, a, a prediction that you can nearly debunk from the get-go, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, it's good to have at least one in there that's like, yeah, no, mm. that's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> um, we'll have time to quickly fly through a couple of news headlines. Mm. This is one I wanted to get out there just because I think it's a good one for people to actually take into account, and especially with hay fever season coming in, asthma sufferers are. Um, oh, I'm at, about to get a new inhaler tomorrow. Like <laughs> um, there was a survey done with um, specifically a lot of children in the States when it comes to taking inhalers. Oh. And they found that the majority of uh, problems and risks that came from people taking inhalers were from them doing it wrong. Oh, no. Um, so there was a, a lot of people, the most co- most commonly displayed critical error was uh, them just using the inhaler wrong. It was causing, it was one of the, it's the leading cause or one of the, the highest risks for complications that can lead to death from asthma. So make sure if you're getting your inhaler, go to your chemist. Uh, go to your doctor wherever it is you're getting your inhaler and ask for a demo mm. ask to be shown how to do it even if you think you're doing it right yeah. ask for a demo because there a lot of people will just go yeah. That's not, what not thinking about how to take it in yeah. how to breathe properly when you take it yeah. um, a lot of people don't know exactly what they're doing and just be safe yes. make sure you go do that 
Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that because um, I, uh, I like it's not for asthma, it's just a bad lungs. Yeah. Um, but and I was a grown up when I got my um when I was in, when I got my inhaler. You are a grown up. You're not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I was not a child. Another um, one. This is this is an interesting one. We're gonna have to fly ooh. through a couple because there's some really good ones. There's contraceptive jewelry. Oh my um, God. Is is coming along and essentially there'll be pieces of jewelry. So there'll be earrings. They can be necklaces. I pointed at my wrist when I said <laughs> necklaces. They can be necklaces, bracelets, anything like that. That's awesome. But they essentially have the same type of thing in them as like a patchwood. Yeah. So it gives you the contraceptive hormone, the hormone necessary for con- the contraception. Yeah. Um, but without you having to implant anything into your yeah, body or invasive. take any kind of, you know, get like the bar done or get anything yeah. like that done, you can have contraception without having to do any of that. That's amazing. Isn't that really cool? And stylish. Yes. <laughs> That's the thing. You, you know you're going to get some companies, like yeah. some fashion companies making like mm. really fashionable looking contraceptive things. For sure. Absolutely. Or I'd say some companies will jump on the thing and go, well, you can actually buy the patch thing and apply it to any jewellery you have. You'll yeah. probably get that too. Um, it yeah. turns out cats can recognise their own names. They um, just choose not to. Yeah, they probably just choose not to. <laughs> but apparently once their names are used often enough, just like with dogs, uh, cats can pick them up. It was oh. taught for a long time that cats maybe didn't really recognise stuff like that. They didn't oh. really care, I suppose. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, cats don't care they, about anything. They completely can. They just choose not to. Yeah. yeah, that's very like me when it comes to most things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there, uh, it appears that it, is, it was Japanese scientists who worked it out and it appears that they absolutely can... Huh. Um, they can recognise their names. See, I think my cat is just very confused because her name is Kovu, but I call her Bean, Fluff, Chili Bean when she's cold, Bean Bag. A lot of a lot of it is related to Bean because she has toe beans. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I call, call her my dog Floof. I call him the furry lad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Little one. Anything but dog. Oh, actually dog. Yeah. I do call him dog quite a bit. Um, Rarely call her Kovu. Yeah, I don't call Alfie Alfie very much. Alfie. Uh, yeah, I like the name Alfie. It's good. I call him Alf. I call him Alfred. I call him Fred. Um, Anyway, scientists have also printed the first 3D heart using a patient's actual biological material. So they've done it before with with stuff, but they've never actually had, you know, the the actual biological material from a person. The reason this is so groundbreaking, obviously, you're printing a heart. Mm -hmm. Uh, If they can get it to work and if they can kind of go through with the process, it it could possibly reduce the risk of someone's body rejecting it. I was about to say. And in the States, the biggest killer now in the US is heart disease in both men and women. Mm. Um, So it's one of those things where there's a lot of people who need heart transplants and not enough hearts. Yeah. So this can also help with stuff like that. Uh, sorry to have rushed through the news things, but we are rocketing towards yeah. the end of the show. Um, rocketing, space rocketing, themed. we did space <laughs> things. Uh, so we just trying to thank everybody for listening in. Yes, um, thank you. I apologise for uh, the first half of the show being completely out of it. Um, I feel like I kind of woke up a little bit more as the show went on, so I do apologise <laughs> for it being a little bit ropey earlier on. But we are going to recover that topic properly, yes, hopefully next yeah. week. Um, but yeah. Hopefully you join us there. Hopefully you do. Yes. Uh, hopefully I didn't put you off. Well, <laughs> uh, no, thanks for listening. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. We will see you guys next week. See you. Take care. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.